1: From the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Hey
2: everybody, welcome in. It's a uh, glorious Friday here in the capital city. Trent and I say hello to you until three o'clock today. Uh, we've got a uh, power pack program coming up. Steve Patterson, Quad City Times, will join us roughly at about twelve twenty-five. Then at twelve fifty, J.R. Hildebrand, uh, the Indy Car series, he's getting ready to run this Sunday in the Iowa Corn Three Hundred. We'll talk about the race. Kevin Trahan joins us from the comeback in Big Ten football. The longtime voice of Iowa State, John Walters, will be our guest at one forty. And then Trent has a little get together with Wolfgang coming up at two. Other than that, we got nothing. Yeah, yeah, it's a busy time. <laughs> <baby>. <laughs> Holy cow! How you doing, kid?
3: Ah, hanging
2: in there, Attaboy. hanging in there, Attaboy. busy as
3: always, and get ready for the weekend. But uh, Jimmy B, it's Friday.
2: It is Friday, and
3: during the summertime, that means Friday fun. Yes. Today's topic. Uh huh. With the announcement earlier this week that the University of Texas, yes, has come together with Corona mm-hmm. to make them the official beer. I also see uh, an article from Down. In New Orleans, Tulane University uh-huh. has their own beer now that is being tapped by a local brewery down there. Okay. Uh, an IPA from Nola Brewing Company. That was announced, a partnership that they have. Okay. Well, we're going to try to partner up college football teams yes. with beers that are known today. This isn't going to be a it's a good micro-brew from, you know, like toppling up and go Decorous. we're going to match that up with that. No, no, no. We're going to dig a little bit deeper here. What beer goes together with what college program? Mm -hmm. We'll have some fun with that later on in the show today. Do you know the number one best-selling beer in America?
2: Uh, It's probably Budweiser. Bud Light. Okay, Bud Light. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay.
3: Bud Light. So, who do you think I put down as Bud Light? Uh,
2: Would that be your beloved Hawkeyes? No. Would it be Kansas? What
3: are you talking about? Uh, how do you equate Kansas and Bud Light?
2: Would it be some, help me out here? No, well, what, no, it's brewed in St. Louis. It's close to Kansas. That that's got nothing to do no, with it. No, no. What am I missing here?
3: You're missing a lot. You're you're already missing <laughs> wait, what this yeah, is about. Wait a yes. I explained it to you, you yesterday.
2: Did, I, I I've done some homework here, so. It's not yes, just, oh, there's a brewery there. That's what it that's, is. That's no. It's oh. equating who it would be. Would it be USC?
3: Close. All right. Now you're thinking at least. Ah. Thank God. I'm I gave you 24 a... <laughs> hours. Yeah. Is it Kansas? <laughs> no, it's not Kansas. Well, it was close
2: to St. Louis.
3: No. Um, Bud Light has plenty of detractors. Yes. But it is far and away number one. Number one beer. Alabama.
2: Ah. Number that's one. how we're going to do that's this. That's how you're going to equate. Yes, yes,
3: Another one. Yes. Back on the market. People are all pumped up for it. It was a big thing back in the day. Zima.
2: Oh, God. It is back. And it is back. It tastes like purple panther piss. Miami. The U. Used to be a great <laughs> thing back in the day. Back
3: in the 90s, that was it. That was it? Just like Zima. Miami. See, that's
0: how we're going to do this. That's how
3: you're equating. This is how we're doing it, Jimmy B., we're going to think a
2: little bit. We're
3: going to so have some fun. So if I
2: said University of Pittsburgh, I'd probably go Rolling Rock. Rolling Rock. That's a good one. See, I'm, I told you. There I'm just you not, go. I'm just not a pretty face here. Well, you're here. not
3: that, but you're thinking. <laughs> That's why I'm on radio. That's what I like. See? You're thinking, See, Jim I, Brinson. I, good I, work. I know. I know I'm that. even putting that down because Pitt was huge back in the day. Rolling really Rock was huge. Is, yes. Not anymore. Much like but Pitt football. Then it was. Yeah. That, that's a good one. I got, I... All right, we're going to have some fun with this. There's ones that match up. One I brought up yesterday. Yes. That's easy. Grain Belt. Yes. Used to be a huge thing. For Minnesota. It's also Minnesota. Right. Minnesota used to be a big national brand. Now they suck. Grain Belt kind of (laughs) sucks, even though I drink it. Hey, that's what we're going to do. Okay. Coming up later on in the show. But before that, we have some bigger, more important probably topics to talk about today. And uh, we start in baseball. Oh, Yesterday, <laughs> we were watching it, Jimmy B. The seven run third inning out of the Brewers. Brewers now eight games above 500. Yes. They're showing no signs of slowing down. And as you've mentioned, mm-hmm. this Cubs team up, down, inconsistent. A day after. Yes. They have this great comeback. Right. This is what's going to ignite us. That's it. You show up the next day, you got the team in front of you. Yes. All right, we're going to. We're gonna show them. Yeah, it's just a one game before a new series starts. It's a makeup game, but we're gonna show them. We're gonna put this in their mind, and then he go out and throw like that, and he play like that. Yes, I guess that's the Cubs, huh? It is.
2: That is the Cubs of this year. I, I got. I was on Twitter last night. Mm-hmm. You know me. I if I start to refresh myself, then things start popping on the iPad. Okay. So I sent out a couple of tweets, and even uh, Brian even referred to him. He said, go get him, Jimmy B., another seven and seven. (laughs) So uh, So Brian knew exactly what I was into or possibly how far I was into it. And I felt that I was honest with my assessments. Wow, how far can the Cubs fall? Only one player in the All-Star game, and the stars of last season are stinking up the joint this season. That's a fair assessment for right now. I'd say so, yeah. Not too hard. There are stars on that team, and they're mediocre at best.
3: You know, Chris Bryant got off to an amazing start at the beginning of the year. Yep. He carried them for the first month of the season, month and a half, offensively. And then, as I was making my choice going through the final vote. You know, you get the five guys. and yes. It's so much different than the old days. You know, you had to go to a ball game and do your balloting there and all those things. Now you got the stats right there in front of you. And as I was filling it out the other day, Chris Bryant only had 33 RBI. And I don't even know what he has today. I look it up quick here. Are you
2: kidding me? Yeah, this I know. Chris That's it. He's on pace for 65 RBI RBIs. this year? Yeah, I know. It's incredible. I, and then Cubs fans got all indignant when he wasn't voted into the All-Star game. No, he's not. He's not playing like that. No. So look, this is this is bad. And I also saw some reports out of beautiful Milwaukee that say the brew crew, Trent, and we've had this conversation, mm-hmm. will become buyers yeah. instead of sellers. Now you reference that you think they might be a year advanced. Yes. Are, are, the, yes. are the brewers the Cubs from two years ago. Remember where mm-hmm. they surprised everybody, all that young talent? Yep. And they made the playoffs? Are the Brewers the Cubs from two years ago?
3: No, I think it's it's Is a, that fair? It's a good a good starting point. Okay. Now, the pitching isn't nearly as good as what we saw. Arietta was bursting onto the right, scene. Right, exactly. They had got Lester. So that is different. You know, they got a couple of veterans that are all right. Matt Garza is the name that most people would know. Jimmy Nelson's been good. We've talked about Chase Anderson. Doesn't have seem the kind of pitching, but offensively, yeah, I, I think that's a good spot to look at it here, certainly ahead of schedule. And a big part of it has been the young guys that have come up and have been ready to go from mm-hmm. the get-go. From Hernan Perez, Orlando Garcia, his brother was a big prospect a few years ago. He didn't pan out. He's playing well. Travis Shaw's a veteran. That has been pretty good. We talked about Eric Thames at the beginning of the year, the right. great story. Guy that just couldn't hack it at the major league level. Went over to play over in Asia. He's back, and he's hitting in a big way. Villar, Broxton, Santana, all these guys. Yes. That have come up. They've been able to produce offensively. I think that's a, a pretty fair interpretation of what you're getting there out of those two, and and certainly a fun scene to watch. As his Brewer's team. You make a move, a couple small ones, uh, help a little bit help. more in the bullpen. Yep. Now, can Knable. At the back end is as good as you're going to find. He's ridiculous. I, I, I agree
2: with you there. But they're they're set an, an, there. They're set.
3: A seventh, eighth inning guy. You know, we talked about Brad Hay and yep. yesterday. That's a guy that's also controllable from the Padres. Remember, so,
2: remember yesterday you referenced Sonny Gray in Oakland? Yeah, yeah. That is one of the Milwaukee Brewers targets. Hmm.
3: Be given up a little bit more than I would anticipate them mm-hmm.
2: giving up, but interesting. Yep. To say the very least. Yep. Uh, a couple of other things, too. Uh, on when when people started responding and one says, how much faith do you have in the Brewers? This this is from uh, Andrew Logue. How much faith do you have in the Brewers still think Cubs get on a run? Yeah, they'll get on a run. They'll win two or three. Then they'll drop three. <laughs> then they'll win four and they'll drop two. That's going to be, that's going to be their, their run. And it's, to me, I I just find it that that look. If if you're a fan, you're a fan. You try to convince me to be a fan all the time. Yeah, and I struggle in that arena. So I I I just think that what we are seeing, you know, a a, a jaguar can't change its spots. Mm-hmm. A tiger can't change its stripes. It is pretty much what it is. I mean, we're gonna end up here at the end of this week and go to the all star break. And unless there's a total collapse by Milwaukee this week, the Brewers are gonna be in first place. Yeah. Now, the one thing that we talk about this all the time, the central division is god awful. And somebody said, What about the Cardinals? They're now you, now you have said and and I And I'm coming around to your thought process here that St. Louis continues to hang. They find ways to win. And they're, what, five out right in that area? Mm -hmm. That's it? So if they continue to have some success, they could pass Chicago and be in second place in the Central before we get to the All-Star break. I mean, I, I I get where people are saying, well, they still have the best talent. Yes, they do. They do. We yes. do. We say that all the time. Yes. They have the best talent. Mm-hmm. But they're not playing at all like they are the most talented team right. in the National League. They are not.
3: They are not. No, that that is a fair interpretation. To Chris Bryant.
2: Yes. I, I wanted to bring up the numbers here. So
3: these are the splits by month okay. this season for Chris Bryant. Started off the year, as I had remembered. Yeah, very hot. Uh, 289 batting average, OPS over 900. Wow. Four homers, 14 RBI. Drew 16 walks, 28 hits, 10 doubles. Wow. Uh, 10 doubles in the first month. Since then, yeah. seven combined. Whoa. Over the last two plus months. Seven combined. Uh, had seven homers, though, in the month of May, but the batting average keeps going down. June. He batted 232, 5 homers just 9 RBI. Wow. This month, yes. Just a week into it, he's 4 of 18 with 2 RBI. Ooh. No it, home runs. It's, it's He's not an all-star. No. The, no, he's not. The reigning not league MVP. Yeah. Is not one of the best thirty players in the National League right now.
2: Not not at this date. Talent wise,
3: yes. Yeah. We know it. Yeah. Handsome wise, sure. Yeah. Stump L- oh, boy. Yes. Ladies kill, love that. I'd game. kill to have that look. You never have, and never will. Yeah, <laughs> you're
2: right. But
3: he's not an all star this year. Simple. I, I agree. It's I'm simple, with you. But but people, you get so attached with things, and and that's the part sometimes that does crack me up. Is where I feel like I can look at things even as a fan and come to the realization that a player, a team, whatever it may be, just isn't up to snuff. That's Chris Bryant right now.
2: You do a much better job of putting your fanness to one side yeah. and to take a realistic look at it. And you, I think you really I, I do. have to do that. You, yes, you do. For what we do here. Yes.
3: And that's also part of being a fan that is fun. Yeah. And you can right. look at things through rose-colored glasses and just, ah, everything's fine. Ah, everything's fine. And and there's a portion of that. We're here to help you along and help you realize that maybe that's not the case. <laughs> maybe that isn't the case with the beloved Cubs.
2: So you got that going on. Schwarber, his debut. Uh, Not real good. Oh. And I'm being nice when I say that. Yes, because yes. he sucked pond water yesterday. Okay. Well, he had
3: a. De- I mean, one of the at bats that I saw. Yeah. Yeah. He was fouling off pitches, Ended yeah. up in a strikeout. He, but yeah, he was up there battling. Yeah. And that's. Okay. Base- I'll give you that. Baseball, you can't just look at. No, the I know. the yeah. you You he, have to look. He kays, than he that. Kays,
2: he kays, yeah. Right.
3: You have to look more than that, and. We'll see. I mean, it's not going to be. We're not going to know going into the All-Star break if he's back. We're not. No. It's too small to sample size. I agree. Not worth it to overrate what happens here over this four-game
2: He stretch. was 0-4 yesterday with two strikeouts. Sure. That
3: happens. Okay, that happens. That happens to everybody. Happens to guys that are on good. Sport. Yes, you're right. So yeah. don't worry about that individually. Now, if we get through the weekend. And he finishes up, and he's 0-16 since he's been called up. All right, now we can be concerned again. Yes. We can be concerned again, and we'll probably talk about it on Monday if that's going to be the case. This is a get-right series. This is a series to gain a little momentum going into the break. You got Pittsburgh. You got a team certainly that you're better in. The Pirates uh, have not fallen on incredibly difficult times. They're just not very good. No, but they're struggling as well. They're scuffling along. Just win two out of three, get a sweep. Do something to gain some kind of momentum going into the break because right now, Jim, I thought you were crazy. Oh, it's not going to be like this all year long. We're in July. (laughs) We're in July now. It it We're getting to the dog days of summer. That's it. And this team, things have not changed for them. It has been the same up and downs, the same inconsistencies, Mm -hmm. the same inability to hit in the clutch, all these things. That has been Chicago Cubs baseball this year. And now with Milwaukee going from a fun story, hey, look, they kept it interesting. Right. They got to Memorial Day. Well, now we're past the 4th of July. Yes, we we are. Now we're going to the All-Star break. Yeah. And they're going to be in first place. That's more than just a story. And they have an ability to make moves. Yes. They have a future set up that looks to be very bright. They have a lot of positive things going in their direction as well. You know, when the Cubs started to make their ascension a couple years ago. Uh Uh-huh. And then all the talk was, going, was about uh, the Cardinals. And the Pirates were still pretty good at the time. They, they were at the time. But that's what it looked like it was going to be. It was going to be the Pirates with the young talent that they've had. Yes. The Cardinals because they're always so well run. And now the Cubs making their ascension up. Now you look at it the next four or five years, who are you putting your money on? Who's going to be the team that is up there competing with the Cubs every single year? I'm not putting my money certainly on the Pirates. No. The, some of their young talent has not panned out to this point that they anticipated. There's going to be moves that they're going to make, certainly not the Reds. I don't see anything there that's a positive level. The Cardinals, it hasn't been the Cardinal way that we've been growing accustomed to over the last 12, 15 years. We really haven't seen that the last two years. It's the Milwaukee Brewers. That's the team I'd be putting my money on to compete with the Cubs over the next three, four, five years.
2: Unbelievable. Yeah. It is. I mean, when you think about it, and the run that they have had the past two seasons, and then winning the World Series, and look, you can, you can take that to the bank until the day you die, you saw it happen. You saw them finally win one in 108 seasons, you finally got a World Series ring. However, this season, they don't look remotely like the team that was a World Series winner. Mm-hmm. So far. No. So far. Now, look, we still have, after the All-Star break, still got the rest of July, August, September. But the wheels, they're just spinning. They haven't fallen off the wagon. They're like they're stuck in the mud with rear-wheel drive on the car, and they're just spinning in one spot. Mm -hmm. That's the way I see it right now.
3: And uh, there isn't anything... That looks like it's going to be able to ignite him. No, not yet. So we, we've we been waiting, Yeah, and it has never come. Yeah. Uh, one more baseball note before we get the break. we got Steve Batterson coming up here in about five minutes. We'll talk little Hawkeyes with him in a busy week on the Hawkeye front. But uh, sad news. Terry and I brought this up with Ken Silverstein yes. yesterday. You know, he's been in the hospital now third different time and not going to coach in the All-Star game. Mm-mm. So uh, that's that's tough to see, a guy that it seems – Everybody likes to root for.
2: He is. He's you a know, likable
3: guy. Very likable guy. He's overcome a lot. You know, he, he had cancer scares. He had the addiction to smokeless tobacco, all these different things. He's been able to overcome that. But uh a regular heartbeat. And hope for the best certainly there for him. But uh just some sad news when I saw that finally announced earlier this morning that he's not gonna be part of the All Star. Yeah, game it's very
2: series. it's very disappointing from from that standpoint. Uh don't forget today is Fun Friday. Uh we will get into the uh beer segment in what, our next hour? Yeah, we'll, we'll do that probably oh,
3: 120 or so. Okay. If you have any suggestions equating college teams yes. to a certain beer. Alabama's Bud Light. That's what it is. Alabama Bud Light. Number one seller, number one team in the country. Okay. Been around for a long time. Yeah, many people don't like it because it is number one. Yeah, you know, people that like their micro brews and their IPAs and say, I'm not drinking Bud Light. But in the end, It is still number one.
2: I'll give you, I already gave you University of Pitt. Yep. (coughs) Pittsburgh. I gave you Rolling Rock. Rolling Rock. I'll give you one more. Okay. Texas. Well, they're Corona. That's where this whole thing started. No. Lone Star.
3: Yeah, that's just because it's brutal. What else you got with Lone Star? Make another connection outside of it just being in the Lone Star State.
2: TCU. What are you talking about? TCU. TCU what? Out of of the state? Yeah. Oh, Do I have to go out of the state? Uh no, lo- no 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 no. No no no. I'm what? trying to get what you're
3: equating outside
2: of its brood there. Remember, we got to have more than it's yes, just brood there. But Lone Star would have been Texas if they would not have been Corona already. Okay. So I'll go Lone Star Texas El Paso.
3: No, you see, I you're you're missing. You're missing. <laughs> what am I missing? You're missing the help me, brother. Help it's me. It's not just where it's brewed. Yes. You also have to have some kind of connection Yes. to the beer okay. how it's known yes. whatever it may be
2: All right. to how, how the popular is Lone Star
3: right popular down there but not nationally texas is a national brand that's why that doesn't work no
2: i, I got lone you. star beer yes. is not a national brand uh let's see no it is not a national brand At
3: tcu maybe you could yeah because you don't run into tcu fans here
2: no you, you don't. don't see
3: anyone wearing not, tcu yet. Not, no that could work see that's you're missing that last layer you gotta have a connection not just where it's brewed, okay. But then the next step is the connection to that program, why it makes sense. That's why Alabama and Bud Light makes sense. That's why your rolling rock was good with because Pitt, Pitt used to be a national brand. Yes. Rolling Rock used to be a big deal.
2: Not, not anymore.
3: That's why it makes sense. You got it?
2: No. But I'll do the best I can. (laughs) Good God. Luckily,
3: I got a list of about 20.
2: Hit us up on Twitter with your beer
3: and college football selections. Friday fun and a Friday headache for me trying to explain this to Brinson. Jimmy B and TC live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. Back with more in a moment.
1: The big games play here. Westwood One Sports. On Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG.
3: Attention taxpayers. Do you owe taxes to the IRS? Have any unfiled tax returns? Received a letter from the IRS? If so, it's only a matter of time before the IRS takes aggressive action against you. For over a decade, Oxford Tax Partners has helped people settle, reduce, or eliminate their tax debts. Call 1-800-464-0029 for a free consultation. Let Oxford Tax Partners resolve your IRS tax debts. 1-800-464-0029. 1-800-464-0029.
2: Ninety-six elephants are killed
1: every day in Africa for their ivory. That's 35,000 a year.
0: With your support, more poachers can be caught. With your voice, we can inspire more countries to ban ivory sales and reduce demand. Go to 96elephants.org and join more than a million people dedicated to saving Africa's elephants. Protect their home.
2: Take action at 96elephants.org.
1: Staples knows that when the leave-behinds for your sales call get left behind at your office, it's time. When you need to print 30 pages and you're 300 miles from the office it's time and when the intern packed the Harrington file not the Farrington file oh, my bad it's definitely time and it's times like these when you can count on staples access your files from email the cloud or USB and then print copy fax or scan them and get back to business fast visit your nearby staples it's pro time <laughs>
4: at WolfConstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally.
1: Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that at and two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV select all-included package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, Monthly fees for Wi-Fi gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled. Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone to $480 for TV, $180 for internet, equipment, non-return, and other and conditions apply. Call for details, offerings, 12117. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. All right, everybody, we are back. Uh, J.R.
2: Hildebrand getting ready to race in the Iowa Corn 300 IndyCar Series on Sunday will be our guest in about uh, 15 minutes from right now. But right now, Steve Patterson is here, Quad City Times, on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Steve, good afternoon, pal.
5: Hey, good afternoon, guys.
2: Um, let's kind of jump into some hawk things here real fast with what is taking place with Kirk Ferentz, the new offensive coordinator in his son, and the acquisition of James Butler, the free agent, it's kind of like he's a, a one-and-done kind of guy. That's it. Uh, from the University of Nevada Wolfpack. How much conver- yeah. Yeah, how much conversation have you heard about this guy, and where would you put him into the offensive schemes?
5: You know, I, I think this is exactly how this rule is supposed to work. I mean, here's a kid who's, who's rushed for over 3,000 yards in Nevada, you know, proven track record. Um, new coach comes in. Going to revamp the offense is going to more of a spread look. He's more of a a traditional running back. Uh, Actually, spent two years being uh, his position coach was Lester Herb, former Hawkeye assistant. Um, You know, this looks like a move that can benefit both parties. Uh, It certainly provides Akron Wadley with some with some competition. Uh, you know, and the kid—the thing that intrigues me about the kid is uh, beyond his rushing ability. I mean, he's topped a thousand yards the past two years. Is he did catch thirty-seven passes last year, and uh, you know that's one more than Akram had. And and you can see how that position uh, is going to be important this year with Iowa and, and given its lack of receivers. That uh, uh, you know the ability of the backs to. Uh, you know, to either line up and, and catch the ball at a running back position or perhaps go out wide a little bit, I think will make a big difference in how this thing shakes out.
3: You know, I, I know there's plenty of people out there wondering what this new offensive system is going to look like, especially in the passing game. The run game is going to be the same. It's never changed a whole lot in the 18 years of Kirk Ferentz, but what the passing game is involved with, can you see Brian Ferentz utilizing Butler, utilizing Wadley in different ways? We saw it a little bit in that Penn State game after the bye week, and it was just what a jet sweep that they gave to Wadley, and that it was retired once again. Can you see them being at least a little bit more innovative here and finding ways to get two talented guys on the field together?
5: They may not have a choice. Uh, You know, and I I think that, uh, you know, given uh, the lack of experience uh, beyond Vandenberg at at receiver, I think that uh, uh, this is a a year where. uh, you know, experimentation may become uh, just uh, out of necessity, <laughs> and uh, uh, you know certainly I think that that's part of uh, of of what Brian may bring to this offense. Uh, I certainly think that we're going to see more more balls thrown the way of the tight ends. I think that that's uh, uh, going to be a given as well, and we'll probably see you know multiple tight ends used more frequently. Uh, when Iowa lines up, too. So, you know, I, I think some of those things are, are, are going to be a part of what this Iowa football team is. Some of it's out of necessity, and some of it is out of uh, just the philosophical uh, uh, approach that, that the new offensive coordinator has.
2: Steve, is this going to be a real struggle for the first few games to try to get some confidence in the offense, or will it just be hand-off left, hand-off right?
5: I think we're going to see a lot of handoff left and handoff right early on. I think that's, uh, um, you know, especially uh, with the quarterback situation still a little unsettled. Uh, I think, uh, you know, until whoever emerges there can settle in behind center and, and uh, you know, gain some confidence, they're going to have to throw the ball some. Uh, uh, you know, and they certainly have a, a capable receiver in, in Vandenberg coming back off of that foot injury. Um, to build around, and uh, but it's going to take more than him, and you know I do think that we will see some some experimentation, for lack of a better term. But you know I think it it will evolve into kind of what this Iowa offense will be, and you know the one thing Kirk has shown over time is is that they'll they'll do whatever they need to do to try to move the football, and mm-hmm. uh, you know based on the personnel that's available, and and uh, you know that that won't change. I mean that that's. Uh, that's going to be, uh, uh, you know, part of Iowa's deal from from now until the time that, that uh, you know he calls it a career. And uh, I think that uh, you know this is an offense that will take some time. I, I, I think that given the given the newness of, uh, of some of the guys at several positions, I think it's uh, it'd be, um, you know, it, it we probably shouldn't expect it to come out of the chute, uh, uh, you know, firing all, yeah, on all cylinders.
3: Well, it certainly wasn't the case five years ago when Greg Davis took over, and, and the hope that is the transition will be a little bit smoother this time. Uh, who will be the quarterback? Uh, what are you hearing right now? Uyghurs, at the very least, certainly closed the gap during the spring, but have you heard anything more about who's going to possibly take over and get that first snap in game number one?
5: Yeah, and this is a thing I think that's going to go into fall camp. I mean, I, I think that both of those guys, uh, um, you know, struggle a little bit with, with, uh the the you know, terminology switches that that were part of the change in offense um i think both of them uh, uh lack consistency uh, at least uh, publicly from what we saw and uh you know from every indication that that uh, we have from the coaches they they anticipate this thing going into fall camp at least a couple of weeks before somebody separates himself and you know and it, once that happens uh, ideally that's what they'd like to see uh and, uh, is that uh, one of those two guys, whether it be Nate Stanley or, or, or Tyler Wegers kind of take that step forward and, and, and separate from, from the other guy. But, uh, um, you know, if that doesn't happen a couple of weeks, two, three weeks into camp, they will have to make a decision and and they'll come to a decision and they'll stick with it until it's time to, to make another one. So, uh, you know, I mean, that's, that's just the way it works out. And, um, you know, they're looking for, you know, Uyghurs uh, has been around now. This is his fourth year in the program, and, and, and you know, he, he should have a background in, in, in what they're trying to do that, that would allow him to step out there and compete. And and Stanley obviously had some nice experience a year ago, uh, so he's got a little bit of a handle on what's going on, too. Uh, you know, Peyton Manziel steps in as, as a true freshman uh you know, this summer and in the fall camp and, and, you know, how how he fits into that mix, uh, you know, I, I don't think there are any expectations, certainly, of, of, of that happening. I, I would suspect that one of those those other two guys will be the guy for Iowa when Wyoming shows up at Kinnick on September 2.
2: Steve Batterson is our guest on the Draft House 50 Hotline. All right, so much is focused on the offense just because of the lack of wide receivers and the quarterback situation. What about the defense? Are you comfortable with where they are defensively, or what should we expect?
5: I I think there's three guys at the linebacker position kind of lead to some comfort. Uh, You know, I I certainly think that's going to that's going to be the strength of this football team early on, and, and it and it needs to be. Uh, you know, the, the defense is going to have to be counted on to, to be able to keep scores low enough to, to give the offense a chance to kind of grow and mature a little bit. And, you know, I was, certainly had some, some talent up front, you know, with Parker Hesse and, um, you know, Anthony Nelson. I've heard good things uh, about A.J. Epinesa, uh maybe being perhaps a little better than advertised, uh, which is impressive. Yeah. Uh, you know, and if he's able to step in and, and play at an end position on, on defense this year and help out, uh, um, I, I think that certainly strengthens the front. Uh, you know, Nathan Budgeta continues to kind of work his way back from that, that ankle injury that really plagued him the second half of the year last season. And his return will be important, too. So, I mean, it's an interesting collection of talent up front. It could be. Uh, uh, a group that develops into, uh, you know, uh, collaboratively with the uh, linebackers to be a real strength. Uh, you know, still so some questions on the back end, uh, you know, especially with Brandon Snyder still out, that's, uh, uh, that's one of those things that, uh, uh, you know, it, they will be tested, and uh, that's just part of the deal. And and uh, But uh, there, there are some, some guys in Miles Taylor that have some experience. Uh, Ragamba obviously played well when he had a chance a year ago, and, um, you know, I, it'll be interesting to see how those other guys adjust.
3: A couple of uh, local kids committing to the Hawkeyes from you, one right uh, by the Quad Cities just to the south on the Illinois side of the border. Uh, tell us a little bit about Logan Lee and uh, what you know about this guy still getting ready for two more years of high school football, but a big tight end prospect from the big town of Orion. And then also a little further out, Noah Shannon, the latest commitment for the Hawkeyes, kid from uh, the Chicagoland area.
5: Yeah, uh, Logan Lee is is a a tight end, uh, state wrestling champion this past uh, fall at the Class One A level in Illinois. Comes from a small town high school. Um, He actually was recommended to uh, to Iowa coaches by uh, uh, Myron Kepi, former Hawkeye that uh, uh, the father of of, a lineman that just finished up. Mitch Mm -hmm. Kepi had kind of an injury filled career; didn't see the field much, but. and uh, uh, Reese Morgan made the trek over. Uh, the, two, it's, the place is on a two-lane highway, so Reese is going to be the guy. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's his territory. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, Logan has uh, some tremendous potential, and, and uh, um, he will be a, a kid that you know still has to grow into his body a little bit, but uh, certainly the frame is right, uh, the attitude as much as anything is right. Uh, and in talking with uh, his high school coaches and, and having a chance to, to see him a little bit, uh, he, he plays with the demeanor that uh, will fit in very well at the tight end position at Iowa. Uh, there's a reason that coaches from, from Michigan and, and Penn State and, and, and Minnesota and Wisconsin were, uh, were finding their way to, to Oregon, Illinois, and, and uh, uh, Logan Lee was that guy. And, and uh, he's, uh, he's an exciting prospect. You know, in the short term, obviously, you know, getting Noah Shannon to, to kind of flip his commitment from Minnesota to, uh, mm-hmm. to Iowa is a big deal. Uh, he, he's a, another guy that plays a game with kind of an edge that uh, fits the Iowa system pretty well. Uh, big kid, 305 pounds already out of Oswego, which is a, a traditional uh, football area uh, in the state of Illinois. and. Uh, you know, he had his choice of a lot of programs, uh, Power Five conferences. He had at least one offer from one program in each of those conferences, and you know, he he's a kid that uh, you know, as a true freshman coming in in the fall of, uh, of 2018, may have an opportunity to to make a, an impact fairly quickly as well. But. Uh, uh, he certainly has a body and he certainly has a style of play so you know a couple of really good gets for for Iowa and uh, you know it, it's been interesting to kind of see how these recruiting classes are forming uh, you know the eighteen class has ten guys in it now uh, you know and they're still looking for receivers I mean that's, that's uh, you know the the problem now is also the problem in the future if you don't answer some of those questions. They certainly have a lot of offers out, but uh, uh, no takers.
2: From football to basketball for me, uh, as we chat with Steve Batterson on the Draft House 50 hotline. Steve, uh, Trent and I had a conversation because Trent pointed out a photo at the gym where the basketball team had just had a workout. Coach Fran McCaffrey has everybody gathered. Uh, There's another McCaffrey who has been working out there as well. Now, they have stated that he's going to redshirt and play baseball but this guy's been a gym rat his entire young life. Do you see an opportunity for the young McCaffrey to be suited up for basketball, or is he strictly just going to do baseball once we get to the fall?
5: Well, in in listening to, to Fran, I mean, his his words have, have been that it, it, it's going to be, they're going to give him a chance to kind of get settled in baseball-wise. Um, you know, um, both teams have foreign trips coming up. Um, uh, the basketball team heads to Europe in, in August, and, and the baseball team is, is participating in a, uh, um, a USA baseball thing over in, uh, I believe it's in Taiwan, it's somewhere over in Asia. Uh, and true freshmen will be eligible to, to make that baseball trip uh if uh you know if connor's high school season is is done at that point i would suspect that he may jump in with that bunch um at least through the fall and uh you know he'll it, be on the court practicing and you're right he's a gym rat and there's no question that he's having some trouble trying to decide what he wants to do moving mm-hmm. forward yep. but uh, you know, I, I think Fran is committed at this point to, to kind of letting the redshirt thing play out, basketball-wise. Uh, and, and honestly, that may be in his best interest, Connor's best interest as well. Uh, but I think that uh, uh, certainly, uh, you know, he, he has a bright future in, in baseball. There's no question about that. And you uh, know, I think having a chance uh, with Iowa having some some openings, at, at positions that he may be able to help. Uh, you know, I think. Giving him a chance to maybe take the field as a true freshman next spring for, for the Hawkeyes is is something that uh, it's an opportunity that if he can if he can get into the things this fall, uh, make the most of their fall work. I think it, it positions him pretty well to to become a become a starter in baseball uh, pretty quickly.
3: Steve, if I was going to ascend in hoops this year, make it to the NCAA tournament, win a game or maybe even two, and get to a Sweet Sixteen. Who's the most important guy on that team to get to that level?
5: I, I think, obviously, I, I think that the two freshmen coming in are going to have to contribute. They've, they've looked very good um, through primetime league so far, which, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, the numbers there tend to get skewed a little bit. But, no, they uh, get
2: skewed a lot. <laughs> uh, well,
5: that's true. And then I was talking with one of the coaches of, of – of, uh, one of the teams a couple weeks ago. And one of the things that he said was that, you know, the offense is uh, certainly well ahead of the defense right now. <laughs> uh, but he, but he's been impressed with those two kids and, and, uh, you know, both, both guys and then are, are guys that, that have been, uh, uh are going to maybe be a little bit better than advertised. I mean, they're, they're bringing some big, tall bodies into the middle. Uh, they're going to give France some decisions to make this, this season, because, uh, certainly the you know, Iowa has no shortage of, uh, of size, which is kind of an, a nice and an unusual situation to have. But, uh, you know, I, I think some of the guys, you know, the, you know, Christian Williams, I think that, uh, Masha Daly, uh, uh, some of those guys that, that, you know, were kind of minimal contributors, uh, uh, to a degree in the past, they're going to have to step their game up. Uh, somebody's going to have to replace those points that, that that Peter Jock was providing a year ago, and some of that's going to have to come from the perimeter, and those guys are going to be in the mix for that.
2: Steve, it's always good when we catch up with you, pal. Have a great weekend, okay?
5: You bet. Take care, guys.
2: You got it. Thanks, Steve. Steve Batterson, Quad City Times, on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mill Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Quick break. When we come back, uh, we're going to switch gears. Oh, motor racing term switching gears that should be the clue that J.R. hildebrand who'll be racing sunday in the iowa corn 300 is going to be our guest jimmy b and tc the big talker 1700 big news
6: big talk join me diana kelly every saturday morning at 10 for what's happening in your neighborhood with inside iowa on
0: 1700 kbgg
1: This is Charles Osgood. Over 3 million businesses use Indeed.com for hiring. And independent research shows five times more hires are made through Indeed than any other job site. By creating the easiest, most effective hiring experience, Indeed helps businesses find great new people every day. Right now, Indeed is giving new users a $50 credit to post a sponsored job on the world's number one job site. Claim your credit at Indeed.com offer. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply.
2: Up to 50% off hot deals with Dell's Black Friday and July sale? Are you kidding me? That's huge! Dell has all the technology you need with an amazing selection, including the latest Dell PCs with Intel Core processors, booming clips audio, and so many great electronics. Shop big Black Friday and July deals by visiting Dell.com slash BFJuly. You could save up to 50% on select products by calling 800 BY
4: DELL. hold everything for less the pack store save event is going on now at the home depot and the shelves are full of smart storage solutions start with durable 27 gallon storage totes for just $8.97 they're made of heavy duty resin to hold up to 400 pounds at that price you should get a few extra just to hold the money you'll save come get organized at the pack store save event going on now at the home depot more saving more doing valid through august 23rd us only Afternoons, We talk
1: sports on 1700 KBGG with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo. The trick golf shot that I do have is when I hit it in the woods if I
2: find it. If I find it in the woods, I'm good.
3: I've seen you golf. The trick shot for you is hitting the green
1: regulation. There you go. Then join former pro Bowl running back Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney for the Tiki and Tierney Show and head into the evening with former registered sports writer Bill Ryder with Ryder Than You on the Big Talker 1700 Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent.
2: Hey, everybody, welcome back in. We roll all the way till 3. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, Kevin Trahan, the comeback, will join us. We'll do some Big Ten football with him. 140, John Walters, the voice of Iowa State. And then at 2 o'clock, Wolfgang and Trent throw it down for a long time. I can get out early. But it is the Iowa Corn 300 Car Series uh, coming to... Beautiful Newton on Sunday, and one of the guys who'll be competing will be J.R. Hildebrand, and he joins us right now on the Draft House Fifty Hotline. J.R., how are you, man?
6: Good, man. How are you?
2: Hey, we're doing great, pal. Hey, thanks for, for thanks for the time. Let's just kind no of uh, let's just kind of get into the uh, to the indie Car thing. I've been to a couple of IndyCar Car races in Newton on the track at the Iowa Speedway. On that second corner, I guess it's the. On, on the first turn, you guys slide up the wall a little bit, and then as you come around, it used to be pretty bumpy over there in practice yeah. runs. Is it still bumpy, or have they smoothed it out for you guys?
6: You know, it's a little bit. There used to be a like a really big bump in turn two, which was you know the sort of second half of the first corner, right, yeah. um, and uh, that's actually that's gone down a little bit. They did some work to you know reduce that bump um, a couple of years ago, or I guess. Before last year's race, um, so it's a little bit smoother over there in turn two, but it's it's gotten in some ways bumpier um, through three and four. So it's kind of swapped ends a little bit, but um, <laughs> I I think for us honestly, like we don't mind that just because it adds a little bit of added difficulty just to getting around the place. Adds a little character that um, you know can really differentiate you know some drivers from others in terms of where you're comfortable running. Um, you know, and, and certainly you know, teams between each other in terms of how they set the cars up.
3: Well, the track as a whole, known as uh, certainly an interesting one on the circuit, a small track, the oval, the big banks along with it. As you uh, come to Iowa, what are the couple of things that you know you're going to be in for taking a, a look at this track?
6: I mean, I, I, I just always look forward to the race here. Uh, you know, it's it's super fast, you know, for a short oval track like that. And we're running, we'll be qualifying with, you know, seventeen. 17 in 17 seconds and some change for a lap. Wow. You know, at 190 miles an hour or something like that. So it's, it's, it's really fast and, and hectic just in terms of how, how constant, you know, the action is and it's, and it's intense all the way around. We're doing pulling, you know, three or four G's in both ends of the track. Um, you know, it's, it's a lot of, a lot of effort and a lot of work to get just to kind of get around the place. But um, I look forward to it just because the racing is always awesome. You know, I mean, with the, Banking being progressive like it is through the corners, that second lane almost always comes in. Um, you get a little variety in terms of where different cars can run on the track and you know, you can really use that strategy of, you know, where you're good relative to the cars in front of you to work your way through traffic or, or work your way up through the field. So um, you know, it's it, it's a it's a cool place because it's a great mixture of like a challenging driving track, but mm-hmm. also one that, that races quite well. You don't always have both of those things.
2: J.R. Hildebrand is our guest. We're talking Iowa Corn 300 on Sunday here on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Okay, you can just tell me to take a hike if you want to on this next question, but I've been dying to ask you this one, okay? That is, you're doing 230 miles an hour at Indy. You're doing 190 on this short track in Newton. So my question is, normal people don't do that. For IndyCar <laughs> Indy drivers is the light on but nobody's home
6: <laughs> no i mean uh you know i guess you don't you don't okay well i'll I'll put it this way like okay. we're probably wired a little different like there's no <laughs> there's no doubt about that okay. um okay you know but but you work your way up to it you know i mean we, we've all, a lot of us come through you know like racing in the indy lights championship where you know places like iowa maybe you're averaging uh hundred and you know 65 or 170 or you know whatever before that you're not even going that fast at places like that so um you know i think to be a racing driver you definitely you, know, you got to have a little bit of that need for speed or you know the desire for the adrenaline mm-hmm. built in but um you know it's it's also you know for us at this level especially those of us that have you know, been lucky enough to do it for a few years, it it becomes pretty clinical, you know. I mean you're you're looking for those little bits and pieces and the the speed doesn't really phase you after a little while.
3: So after you win Indy, you get to drink the milk. Yep. They have repainted the finish line over at Newton. And they got corn there. So do you plan on, if you win the race Sunday, you plan on eating a big hunk of corn? Yeah, eating
6: some corn. Uh, you know what? Like, I will for sure if I get in victory lane. Um uh, the, the trophy that we have here is like the, I think the biggest trophy that is in the entire series next to the Borg Warner. It's like this giant, like, ethanol corn, uh, you know, like pump almost. Yes. So it's, uh, it's pretty cool. And um, you know we'll definitely be be hunting for Victory Lane, that's for sure.
2: Jr., uh, we're short on time, but it was dra- just great catching up with you, pal. Uh, listen, we wish you nothing but good luck on Sunday. Have a great run, and I'd pay money to see you eat a corn cob if, if you're in <laughs> Victory Lane. Okay, <laughs> right on, man. Thank you, man. Thank you, thanks, Jr. Okay. Jr. Hildebrand, you, you got it. Indy Car Series, uh, the Iowa Corn 300. God, that was fun. He's a good dude. Yeah, he really is a good dude. No, it's a good race. Yeah, it's fun. It is fun. It yeah. is fun, and, and it's it's even cool just knowing that it's in your backyard. Absolutely, that's the best part. Uh quick break. We're coming right back after the top of the hour. Kevin Trehan will be our guest. Jimmy B and TC, the big talker, seventeen hundred.
1: Seventeen hundred KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC, noon to three sports talk that rocks. Seventeen hundred KBGG.
0: you soon
4: you don't need more sports but you want more sports rockstar satellite can fix that with free next day installation on DirecTV. call rockstar satellite 515-262-STAR call today for next day installation 515-262-STAR
1: i'm kfc's extra crispy colonel and you're the extra busy regular person who has to make dinner for a family of four but you can shirk that responsibility because my Extra Crispy $20 fill-up from KFC contains eight pieces of freshly double-breaded Extra Crispy Chicken, four biscuits, two orders of mashed potatoes, and a side of coleslaw for just $20. That'll feed them. KFC, it's Extra Crispy Good. Pricing and participation may vary.
0: Tax and substitutions extra. This is Shaquille O'Neal. And the Shaquettes. Reminding you that anytime is a good time good
6: time
0: for the cooling drying fresh scent of gold bond powder spray like after the gym
4: or a crowded elevator ride or golf or working with farm animals
0: or a hard day's work
4: like sports casting
0: you said it ladies stay cool with gold bond powder spray stay cool with gold bond <laughs>
4: the home depot has a new idea free carpet installation that
2: means free carpet installation Clearing out furniture? Free. Ripping out old carpet? No charge. Hauling it away? On the house. No hidden fees.
1: Just free installation on carpet, $699 or more. The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Ballot on carpet price $1 or more per square foot. Unique specialty items and requirements may be priced separately. Not valid in all markets. See homedepot.com for details. Our friends, August 16th. 1700 KPGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines with Dave Ramsey talking about your money
0: and your life. This is a show where we take more calls than any other talk show in North America. The reason is is we talk about you right in front of you every day. So thanks for being here.
1: The Dave Ramsey Show on the Big Talker, 1700 KPGG. Count it down. Let's hear a great debt-free scream. Three, two, one.
2: I'm debt-free!
1: Sparky the Fire Dog here. Protect your family from fire. Make sure your home has smoke alarms in every bedroom, outside your sleeping areas, and on every level of your home, even your basement. For games and activities, go to sparky.org. We want to keep you, your family, and your community safer from fire. This message brought to you by the National Fire Protection Association and your local fire department. Visit sparky.org. 1700 KBGG, Des Moines, a Station. I like it! Big news, big talk, and big sports. 1700 KBGG, Des Moines, Accumula